Hello, beautiful alchemist. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And before we start, just want to say happy autumn. Just a few days ago, we had the autumn equinox. And I think this is going to be an interesting season for so many reasons. But one of the reasons for here on the podcast is there are some incredible interviews coming up to share with you. And I have really had um, a lot of fun with all of the interviews this year, those that were in season 10. And so far, season 11 has also been incredible with the beautiful people that I've had an opportunity to exchange with. And I hope that you are enjoying the shows as well. And don't forget, you can always go back in the archives and catch up with anything that you've missed so far. And today we're going to speak to another amazing guest. Her name is Lauren Drake, and she is an illuminated numerologist and Reiki master. This conversation was one of those that, you know, I guess I never really know what to expect, to be honest, but um, I'm always excited when the conversations about any particular topic may go um, deeper or take turns that I really wasn't expecting. And this was one of those. So as I mentioned, Lauren is an numerologist. She's a numerologist and she shares a lot about how Reiki, first of all, changed her life. So you'll hear about that, but also how she used the system of numerology to really clarify her life path. And we hear about numbers a lot, right? I mean, I'm sure there are certain numbers that a lot of you feel very connected to. You probably see certain numbers all of the time and feel like they are direct messages from the universe. Angel numbers are very popular. Um, Even here, I do a free numerology class in January every single year so that you can become familiar with your personal numbers and looking at the universal year, um, the energy of that for the year we are entering. But Lauren is really going to take us, give us a broader window into how your numbers can reveal so much about your life, including the energy between you and your partners, also having deeper understanding about your children. In a lot of ways, it reminded me of astrology. So um, it was a beautiful conversation, and I'm sure you will learn a lot. And Lauren's website is called illuminatedlifehealing.com, and that will be down in the show description if you want to check out her work when we are done. And she also has a podcast, so you can learn more about numerology through her podcast as well, which is called Between Two Realms. So you can look that up and listen on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Also want to let you know, beautiful loves, especially because this month is almost over, um, make sure you are signed up for my newsletter. Go to theenergeticalchemist.com, sign up for the newsletter so you can know about everything that is upcoming. There are classes that are scheduled for the end of this year. I even have the schedule for next year already. (laughs) So um, just make sure you're on the newsletter to get all of those types of updates, as well as uh, the upcoming podcast episodes. And there was something else I was going to tell you. 
Mm, make sure you download the app, of course. If you haven't already, download the Energetic Alchemist app through the Apple App Store or Google Play. If you have an Android, I do daily oracle readings there, as well as provide other content to support you with Reiki tools, alchemy tools, guided meditations, and so on. And you can still meet me for Reiki Roundtable conversations on Tuesdays. Just all of the information right there on my website. So be sure to check it out when you're done with the episode. I also want to remind you, it really does help the podcast. If you enjoy any of the guests, please share the episodes with your community, with your friends. It helps us to grow. And of course, it helps everyone really grow in their work and on their path. So I appreciate you all sharing and um, reach out to the guest as well. You know, if you have any questions for them, that is why they are here. They would love to connect with you too. So I hope you enjoy this beautiful conversation with Lauren and I will see you beauties on the other side. Okay, everyone, we are here today with the beautiful Lauren Drake, who is an illuminated numerologist and also a Reiki master. I want to thank you first for taking time to have the conversation today, my love. Oh, no, thank you, Yolanda. I'm sorry, I can't speak today. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. And I was just briefly telling you that like, this is really an honor to be talking to you today. I've been listening to you for a couple of years now, and I admire you, admire your guests. So this is an amazing honor to be on with you. I have to tell you, that's always, um, it means a lot, you know, when I hear that and I know that people have listened to the show and learned from the guest and all of these things. And so now it's like a full circle. Now here you are sharing with all of the listeners. So it's perfect. So with everyone, I'm always so curious about everyone's path. And I know that we're going to get into numerology, which is a very hot topic because a lot of people feel drawn to numbers, but then Mm -hmm. also your path with Reiki. But could you back up and tell us a little bit about what got you interested in the more esoteric and spirituality realm? Mm, Okay. It's kind of a long story, right? Because um, I want to start back a little bit further because this hasn't always been my life, right? I was very much, if you want to say, plugged into the matrix. Yeah. Um, And I lived um, a very corporate life um, working in the food industry for at least 15 years um, and actually got a, a degree in food science, right? So I came from a very scientific background and um, it wasn't until, I mean, I will say that actually all my life, I've always felt that there was more, right? I've always felt that there was meant to be more for me, but I didn't really know what that meant because I never really saw that modeled for me. I had always just done what was expected and, yeah. you know, what fit the mold. Um, even though something in me, it constantly cried out for more but I, I pushed that down and it wasn't until, um, you know, when my son was born, he's four now and it really sent me, you know, if you want to say a dark night of the soul, I guess we could call it that. Um, I've had many of those throughout my life, but that was definitely the one that opened my eyes. And that was the turning point that really made me realize that there's so much more to what we're living here. There's so much more to just going on. And, um, definitely that made me start questioning that start made me asking like, what am I doing here? Why am I working these crazy hours and and pouring all my energy into this profession that doesn't fulfill me back? Yeah. 
Right. And, and I constantly told myself that, you know, I'm doing something good because I worked in food safety and I was like, you know what, mm -hmm. I'm ensuring that people get safe food. I'm ensuring that they get superior quality food, but that it's, it finally was like, you know, that's still not enough. Um, and it wasn't until I, I received this big promotion at work and I, I really reached what I had thought was my dream job and the money, the title, the, everything was there. It was doing what I always thought I wanted to do. And it wasn't until then that because of that, I was traveling more. So I had more time to slow down mm -hmm. that I started seeing repetitive numbers. I started seeing signs. I started hearing things. And that's when I really started diving in and really asking myself, like, what is all this? And, you know, going down all kinds of rabbit holes <laughs> into everything. That's when I found out about numerology and Reiki and just oh my gosh, was so drawn to it. There was no denying that that's what my soul was calling out for. And um, that just started me on this path. And now I just, I call myself a spiritual seeker as well, because I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly finding new things to be excited about. And I like turning that into teachings for my clients and my listeners as well, because I've just recently started a podcast um, called Between Two Realms. And yeah, I just, I, I live this life now and it's so amazing. I've never felt so happy. I've never been so healthy, even physically healthy as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just, I love to be an inspiration for others as well to say like, you can also find that. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's interesting. There's a couple of things. One that yeah. you went to school for food science. We could do a whole nother show about yeah, that, yeah. especially because I'm always like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll do another show about food. Ooh, um, that's exciting. Really, yeah. truly, because, you know, especially nowadays we're all like, what are they feeding us? Um, mm -hmm. But that would be an interesting <laughs> conversation to have with you. But it's interesting to hear you say how, you know, the one thing you thought you wanted, there was this dream job and you finally attained it. You got the thing. And then it kind of falls flat and we recognize or realize the thing that we wanted so bad, it may not be the feeling or be as fulfilling as we yes. thought. So it's, it's very interesting to even consider like the, why we want what we want, like, yeah. what is the reason? What is the motivation? And does it point to our true fulfillment? Right. Mm -hmm. So I have to ask you about that. I mean, because even though you may have recognized like, wait, this doesn't feel as exciting as I thought. Mm -hmm. What was coming up for you at that time? I mean, were you just like, oh God, there's nowhere else up. So I have to do something different. And then also I'm curious about once you started exploring numerology and Reiki, was that what you expected? What was that mm. like at the beginning? Okay. Yeah. So, so first of all, um, you'd ask about like, if, if I, I'm sorry. I just got, yeah, I kind of got no, mixed up okay. with the questions. Yeah. I the first question back to back. No, that's but okay. <laughs> it just being so shiny, getting the goal and then oh, yes. realizing this still doesn't feel like enough. Like what did that bring up for you? Right. Okay. So yeah. And that's kind of why I wanted to, I said that point about like, I felt like it threw me into yet another dark night of the soul yeah. because I had the question of like, is this what I want to do forever? Can I imagine doing this until I retire? And then, and then that question came up what do I do after retirement? Mm. What is there for me? Right. And there wasn't, I had lost the passion and my creativity outside of work. I had turned 
you know, my life, yes, I'm, I'm a mother and, you know, I, I spend a lot of time, you know, with my kids and I like to focus on them as well. But outside of that, I lost the passion mm-hmm. and that passion that I had as a kid. And I was very creative, although I was extremely shy and probably a lot of people didn't know that about me. I had so much going on, so much imagination. Um, but, you know, yeah, it asked me like, made me ask myself, what is more? And it kind of, like I said, it forced me to go inward. Yeah. And that's when I finally realized that I, I have answers within myself. I have desire and I have passions there. Mm-hmm. And that's when they started to come out again. And I used to love to read. I used to love to write. That stuff started to come out. And I had those desires again, once I was able to quiet down and make space for it and make space for that expansion. Yeah. It's interesting because I think a lot of times we do think it's a thing, like something in particular that's going to fulfill us, but there's really always this feeling. I think that is actually what we want to experience. There's, there's a feeling and the things don't always match the feeling. It just reminds Mm -hmm. me of like when say it's, you know, you go shopping and you're like, Ooh, those new shoes, I can't wait. And then they sit in the closet forever because once you have it, it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. I know. And then you're on, then you're on to the next thing. Right. Right. And then you start asking yourself, like, what does that even mean? There's that fulfillment can't come from those material things or from those titles or even getting the money and things like that. You have to find that wholeness within yourself. Yeah, And that so, was finally, I was open to that. Well, once you started, once you got curious about numerology and you're seeing numbers everywhere and you start exploring Reiki, what did that shift in you? What was that experience like? And did mm. you have any expectation of what either one of those would mm. really be? I didn't have any expectation because I didn't, it was also new to me. Right. So I didn't have any, any like preconceived notion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just was very open. And I think we already talked, we talked about previously that, you know, I am, have a lot of Sagittarius going in my chart. I'm very open. I like to try new things. Um, so I didn't have expectations. And I just, like I said, I started following, going down the rabbit hole, things that interest me. I found that and, oh my gosh, it was so magical. And, and I just felt that, I don't know, I came alive. I felt like I was finally me again inside. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me think of Lauren, the, the quest to really understand ourselves and understand life. Like what could really be more exciting than that? You know, there are so many things we can figure out and then you're like, okay, you know, I know how to make an omelet. Great. I figured out, right? <laughs> like these things we can learn. And then like, once you learn it, it's just over. Like there's, yeah. there's nowhere else to go, but this journey of exploring ourselves, it really, it's like, it just keeps expanding. It just keeps mm. cracking open. So what are some things that stood out to you um, in terms of what you started to recognize about yourself and finally letting yourself reconnect to this creativity? Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, like I said, I started to feel it within myself. I found that desire and to, to follow those passions, to try mm-hmm. those new things. And by finding numerology, you know, just first discovering my life path number, it was just that number alone. I felt so seen and understood What's your number? like I never had before. I'm actually at life path three and And even though looking at it, you know, from, you know, all the light aspects of it, 
um, I was very much most of my life in the shadow, mm-hmm. very much in the in the learning because our life path numbers, it's what we came here to learn to become, mm-hmm. right? So it's not necessarily something we already are. Yeah. And so I was definitely in that learning to become process, you know, but once I saw that and recognized that in myself and then all the rest of my chart, I was able to say, yeah, that's me. That's who I am behind all what I thought I was, all the stories I told about myself or, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I was very shy growing up. So I always told myself the story that, you know, I'm shy. I'm not a good public speaker. I'm not, I'm not this, I'm not that. And it reminded me that that stuff's not true. Right. You know, it helped me peel away those layers to really discover that within me and have, I guess, gave me the permission to start exploring more mm-hmm. and just looking into it further. And, and eventually, and that's how I found Reiki, even though in the beginning, I didn't know what the heck Reiki even was. Yeah. I just knew I was called to it. And I, I was like, I need to do this. <laughs> and oh, that opened a whole other door for me as well. <laughs> so did you start with a class or did you just jump right into or sessions or how did that so with you. Reiki, I definitely started with my my Reiki training. Um, first of all, I, had, I I can't even remember who it was. I had seen someone online that was doing classes, but they were you know quite far away in Canada, and I just started looking around. I'm like, there's got to be something more local. And when you know, I found a um, there's an a holistic center around where I live. and they happened to be having a Reiki one and two class that weekend. Wow. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, there's no denying I meant to at least start this. Yes. Right. And so I immediately signed up and I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm jumping right in. And oh my gosh, that weekend changed my life. It it really did. Yeah. I want to ask you about that, but I want to go back to um, for a second because I don't want to forget with your life path, um, you said that it made you feel seen. And it's very interesting. Um, and also that you mentioned it's what we grow into your life path number. It's interesting to me that things like numerology, even astrology, a lot of times when we see what our tendencies are or what our natural inclinations may be, it gives us permission to explore mm-hmm. those aspects of ourselves, yeah. especially because we tend to be conditioned to be anything other than what is natural to us, you know, like our parents try to guide us in the best way that they think is most appropriate. And, you know, just life. I mean, our teachers and everyone down the line, it goes, but um, it's funny because also when I saw my life path number, it's 11. And when I saw it, I thought, Oh, okay. It actually dissipated some fear around experiences Mm -hmm. I had at younger ages. And then it also kind of gave me that permission of Mm -hmm. just explore this part of yourself and see what it really means or looks like for you. So I'm just going to put a little pin over there for people who may not know their life path number. (laughs) It may really Mm -hmm. open up a beautiful door for you. So with Reiki, um, going to the class that weekend, you said it changed your life. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people who listen to the podcast either practice or just curious. So could you talk a little bit about what it is that you may have experimented with that weekend and what it was about it that specifically, like, what did you tap into or realize? Mm -hmm. What was that experience? 
Mm. Well, first of all, I really definitely realized that I can 100% feel energy. Yeah. And I never realized what it was before. So it gave me, um, you know, something to call it. It gave me, it validated it for me that I was really yeah. experiencing this. Um, and it really amplified it like crazy. I'm sure most of, you know, your listeners know what I'm talking about when they yeah. go through the tune- attunements and things. And um, even to the point where before then I, my hands were always cold. I was always just that cold person. And that weekend, I remember my husband being like, oh my God, your hands are on fire. Like what's going on? And I'm like, I know there's so much energy and I can feel it. Um, But so that was, first of all, just magical in that way. Um, But just other validations that I got, like that even, um, you know, my Reiki master shared with me, especially when we went through the attunement process and you know, we went in a circle and she got to me and afterwards she just whispered in my ear. She said, you've done this before. And I immediately just chills because I I knew exactly what she meant. Yeah. But afterwards, of course, I'm like, I need to find out what she's talking about. (laughs) You know, we need to get into this. And I went up to her and I asked her, what did you mean by that? Even though, like I said, I knew what she meant. Right. Um, And she asked me, do you believe in past lives and reincarnation? I'm like, of course, I'm a numerologist. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. Um, and yeah, and that's what she had told me that when she, you know, they during the attunement they draw symbols, you know, into your hands, and you're very familiar with it. Um, she told me that it was like they were already there. It was like my my energy remembered it, and almost like I had already had it done, or I could have even done it myself. Mm-hmm. And she felt that. And then even the the next day, we had another attunement. We had two Reiki masters with us. Um, and the same, the other one as well said she could feel that as well. And that weekend, I had such, and, and following, the weeks following, I had such profound insights that just came to me, especially during the night. <laughs> I did a whole lot of writing during that time because I was like, I don't want to forget these things. I don't want to forget this experience because I realized that you know, I realized that it probably wasn't going to feel this magical all the time. Right. So I really wanted to make sure I documented it. And so, you know, when, if I did ever feel disconnected, I could always go back and say, remember, this is what you always have within. Um, But yeah, but so many just realizations about things that had happened in my life and maybe things that in the past I would have seen it kind of from more, um, from a victim kind of mentality. I saw it as like, no, this was for me. Yeah. These are the lessons that it it was meant for me. And it, it just helped open my eyes in that way. Yeah. The appreciation of the lessons is huge. Um, the same, I can relate to that. I mean, I look back hindsight and I'm like, wow, like I can't believe I got through those early healing cycles with my sanity, but there was oddly mm-hmm. some part of me that really knew this is yeah. very beneficial. It's it's interesting how that happens. But mm-hmm. with everything you're saying, it just reminds me of that continuation of our soul and how yeah. there's always this longing to reconnect with perhaps even where we left off so that we can continue to expand and go beyond whatever we may have encountered before. And maybe that's even the pull of why there's really nothing more satisfying than really that exploration of who and what we really are. 
So yeah, it's very interesting. So what did you do with that? Did you go very heavy into self-work, especially because you mentioned the documentation? That's why. Oh, yeah. I yeah. definitely I mean, I already was because I had already started my numerology training at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, yeah, I really threw myself into it and realized that it's not as scary as what I thought to look at the shadows. Mm-hmm. And because I had already started to experience what was beyond that. Once you move through it, just the amazing amount of liberation that I had felt and the learnings, like we, you said, that I could take from it. Um, yes, it, it threw me into it and it made me solidify even more how interested in human psychology I am and, yeah. and just that evolution. And like you said, that remembrance and, and really merging that, what, who we are as a soul and who we are here in this lifetime as a person, merging those two things together. That's, and that's how it's become my life's work now, yeah. you know, really helping people also discover this within themselves. Yes. And it's incredible because, I mean, I also worked in corporate before. I would have never imagined this as my life, but as much as I enjoy exploring myself, it's amazing what we learn in the exchange of holding Mm. space for others. It's always a beautiful mirror. And um, yeah, it's so, it's so gratifying again, because it's just that deeper dive into our possibility and potential and all of these beautiful layers Mm -hmm. that you actually help people to discover for themselves. So I want to talk a bit about your work, but first I want to know more about numerology. And this is what I want to ask for the listeners, Mm -hmm. because I know a lot of people are um, familiar with angel numbers. You know, that became a very big thing. Mm -hmm. And so I would say surface level, you know, people may understand numerology as being that like, oh, I saw a 444 or 111. And there just seems to be more common knowledge around that, just the angel Mm -hmm. numbers. But there is more um, history and wisdom behind the numbers than just this. So could you Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about what numerology is and what it is we can really learn even about ourselves through the system? Okay. Well, I like to say my definition of numerology is that it's a spiritual and psychological tool to better understand ourselves and find acceptance and build Mm self-love within ourselves. But I mean, to be technical with it, it's a metaphysical science of the study of numbers and specifically the vibration of numbers, right? Um, But yes, exactly. I like to take it further and so deep. I, you know, I think it, it is, it can be fun. It can be very enlightening to understand what these angel numbers are telling us. Um, but most of all, I think a lot of times it's just assuring us that we're on the right path. Right. Um, I think sometimes people try to dig too deep into it and, and find out a little bit too much. And sometimes there can really be meaning, you know, maybe say it's relating to someone's life path and it, the universe is trying to tell them, bring more of this energy out for you. Yeah. Um, so that can definitely be true of it. But like I said, I think it is, you know, portrayed a little bit superficial. And that's why I wanted to start my podcast and why I really wanted to start getting the word out and going on podcasts like this to be able to share just the amazing benefits of numerology and bringing that knowledge of yourself and the acceptance into it. And it's really about helping us learn who we're meant to become in this lifetime. And to really, as I mentioned earlier, to help get rid of those facades, get rid of those old stories that we've created or told ourselves of who we are 
to really live up to our fullest potential because I mean, none of us came here to just be mediocre and kind of, you know what I mean? Not really (laughs) do what we're meant to do. We came here for a reason. Right. And numerology can help remind us of that and help bring that spark back. And, and I really like to be able to help my clients see the beauty that I see in them, you know, and be able to reflect that for them and say like these, wow, you have such a unique chart. I see everybody's as super unique. Yeah. Right. And, and we all, everything is so even if someone has the same numbers, it's played out so differently in everyone's lives. And that's what's exciting to me as well, to see how it's played out differently and to also help those people really learn the lessons they're meant to and also find that acceptance from within to really have the courage to step up and and really be who they're meant to be. Yeah, no, that's really beautiful. And again, it reminds me of sometimes just when we hear certain aspects about ourselves that just gives like us that permission to go, oh, Mm -hmm. I can be curious about this part of me or allow myself to explore this part. And because so much has been suppressed. Yeah. It's interesting you say with the angel numbers. Yeah. I think that is mainly um, for people. It stands out as a validation or like, yes, you're on the right path or perhaps a loved one is around or whatever these different things are. What do you think about um, our own interpretations? So for example, like I've studied numerology as well. So I know the um, correlation with the numbers and what their meanings are. However, I always see my birthday at the clock, always 122 Mm -hmm. all the time. And instead of just going with the numerical translation, so to speak, it has its own meaning for me. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you about that. Do you have certain numbers that have just become your own kind of um, symbol as, symbol for something in particular? And how does that work for you? Oh, definitely. Um, And I, I totally agree with you. And I feel like what your intuition is telling you about the numbers that's what you should go with. Don't let something online or even me come and say like, no, the four means this. Right. If you feel that's what it is, that's what it is for you. Yeah. Um. Because the universe will speak to you in your language. They know, you know, they out there, you know, in the universe will know exactly how you're going to take it. And, you know, one set of numbers that have really been coming up for me, even well before me starting this journey, like I remember seeing these numbers, gosh, probably at least 12, 15 years ago, I used to always see um, like the numbers like 1234, like one, two, three, four, or um, one, two, three, or always going up. And for me, that always tells me that like, I'm moving up, I'm moving to who I'm meant to be. I'm advancing, I'm expanding. So definitely I have those as well. And when I first, like I said, I, I started to see the angels numbers on angel numbers when I first started to awaken. And for me, I saw the four, four, fours all the time. Yeah. Well, that actually is, I was born on the fourth, Mm. right? So that's always been my favorite number. And regardless of the meaning of that stability and, and that goes with it and building that foundation, I took that as like, that's my number. That's trying to get my attention. That's calling out to me and saying like, hey, this is for you yeah, specifically. And now I, I see a lot of numbers that relate to my personal numerology because I have a lot of dominant threes and fives in my chart. So a, almost daily, 
I will see something that's like three, five, five or five, three, five, or, you know, something like that. And it always just tells me again, that it's like, yeah, I'm on the right path. I'm becoming who I'm meant to become. Yes. Okay. So that part. So with the work that you do, like, for example, um, you'll have a program the career to calling program. And we've talked about how numerology can really highlight um, who it is we're becoming or growing into. And again, you know, point to some of our tendencies, some aspects of us on a soul level that are just there (laughs) encoded Mm -hmm. within our being, right? But you also mentioned how like this all started for you because even though you got the goal, the dream job, there was still something that just didn't feel 100% fulfilled, right? And how did you take this work? How did it start to show you personally, what was more available to you? Or what may have been a path that would be more exciting for you? Was it in the numbers? Was it a combination of like the energy work and working with the numbers? How did you do this for yourself? I would say it, it was a combination of both. Yeah. Right. Of just having that awareness of like, yes, this is who I'm meant to be. Mm-hmm. And just feeling so passionately that when I started learning numerology, it really felt like a remembrance. It, I just naturally kind of took to it and understood how to work with the numbers and how they interacted. And it came very easily to me. Yeah. And it really did feel like it's like, okay, either I did something with this in a past life, or maybe I'm just feeling into the energies. And that was also with the Reiki. I just understood the energies around me even more. And, and that's just how I was able to know that, yes, I am this energetic being first and foremost, Mm -hmm. before I am this, you know, this person, this skin here. Um, But, you know, it, it just, like we said, it just allowed me to be myself and taking that I knew that I'm meant to be an inspiration for other people because there were so many people around me that, you know, I'm sure they didn't really want to tell me this, but they probably thought I was crazy mm. to let go of the the career that I had right. built. And I even unfortunately lost a very good friend because of it. Wow. But, you know, then you kind of look at it as like, well, were they really a friend if, yeah. you know, um, so you know, it just, I knew that I wanted to help other people find their happiness, find their fulfillment as well. And like I said, just having that passion around the numbers and with energy and helping people in that way. Because like I said, in my previous career, I was trying to find different ways that I saw that I was helping people, like I said, by um, creating safe food and and making sure it's the highest quality. But also towards the end, I kind of saw it as like, by the end, I had a team beneath me, right? And I saw that as like, I can be their teacher. I can help pass what I know onto them. I can help them also do these good things. Um, but it was finally like, I couldn't deny that I was just not energetically aligned to it anymore. It didn't resonate with me anymore. And because I had gotten so open, especially with Reiki, right? It really just made me in tune with the energies around me. The ones that I, I pushed down before I tried to ignore. Um, but I realized how much they really affected me and how empathic I really am. And it just got to the point too that I like I I couldn't even physically go into these different locations because it it was so draining on me. Yeah. And that's when I I had tried to have that balance of, you know, living this very high vibrational spiritual life outside of work, but it 
it got to the point where I couldn't deny it. I couldn't deny that I now was the time that I needed to move forward. And it was really scary. It really was. But I had that faith within me. And and that's why I, I created this career to calling program, because I believe that a lot of other people are in that same boat where they know that they're meant for more. And it's just, it's too scary. They haven't seen it modeled for them. They don't know what it means to leave that life that it seems to be very easy and cushiony over there. Right. And it's, it's scary to feel like you're going to jump into the unknown, especially after you've built up a career for so many years, Yes, you know? So yeah, it just, it became undeniable to me, but I, I leaned on my spiritual practices. I leaned on spiritual tools as well. I became, you know, really into practicing tarot and, and really utilizing that to also help me find my path and validate what I was going through that I was making the right choices at this time. So yeah, yeah it was, it was a combination of, you know, all of it. All like things, I said. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because it, it is interesting. Um, a friend of mine and I, we used to joke like, Reiki kind of opens the door for a lot of people. And then all of a sudden you're at this spiritual buffet and we really do kind of, you know, put together and accumulate all of these different tools and figure out what our own spiritual recipe is, so to speak. But I want to know more about the career to calling program, especially because there are so many people who do feel some calling, but it's just not clear. They're afraid. They're not sure which Mm -hmm. direction. But before we go into that, I just want to ask about which numbers you look at. So if someone was coming to you and they're like, Lauren, I want a numerology reading, Mm -hmm. what areas of life would they expect that the numbers could show and reveal to them about Mm. them? Because I think most people are only familiar with life path number, if anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a combination of all of your core numbers and your core numbers consist of not only your life path number, but your birthday number, your expression number, your soul urge, your personality number. So it's a combination of all of these. And I even like to dig even further and not even look at the root number of what all those are, but I look at that composite number, the double digit numbers before the reduction, because that gives even more specifics into those areas of depending on where, you know, the number sits in someone's chart. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely you can look at not only career, because by looking at combining life path expression and your soul urge number, right? Because that aligns the lessons you're meant to learn, your talents and abilities, and then also your your inner desires, your motivations. By aligning all those, that's what we can look at to really find a career path or, or even if it's just a hobby you know, whatever it is, even if someone's not looking to change careers, right? You can look into something that's very, to find what's fulfilling for you and get um, advice around that. How do you bring in all these different aspects of yourself to merge them together? And besides that, you can even look into what we call, there's like a relationship aspect where you can look at your life path number mixed with your soul urge number as well. So it's like, what's really in your heart? And then what's really, what's in your head? What motivates you? How you think? that can really help you find alignment to what your ideal partner should be, you know, what you should really look for in that way. And yeah, (laughs) there's so many things, so many different ways you can take it. And just to find even like, 
look at how someone really expresses themselves outward, right? You can look at the expression in the personality number to really see, okay, how do you project yourself? How do other people see you in that way to really mirror it back for you to understand how other people are viewing you as well? Yeah, I think that's a huge one for us, um, especially when we feel there are some people who feel just highly misunderstood and can't really understand how other people may interpret them different than Mm -hmm. their intentions may be. So that would be a really good thing for people to have an awareness Mm -hmm. of too. So then you're not like frustrated with the fact of not understanding how you're seen versus how you may feel. Yeah. Or intend. Um, Just curious, two things you said, I want to ask you about really quickly. So with this, especially with the um, numerology, is it all just the um, metaphysical science of it all? Or do you also find that there's a bit of like intuitive leading with how you do this work with people. I definitely come from an intuitive side with it as well. Because of course, yes, I take my numerology training from it. But before I go into any reading, I always will sit and meditate and do a prayer and then connect with not only my guides and call in the other person's main guide and say, please connect with them and send me the messages that they need to hear. So a lot of it will be very intuitive because I could talk for probably five hours straight about somebody's chart. Okay. And, and so it's like, well, I set up the readings right now, just the, the, um, main ones, the life purpose ones are typically just an hour, but that's why I built the career for calling. It's more time to spend with each other. Um, but I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought there. (laughs) It's intuitive. (laughs) I was going with that. Oh yes. I'm so sorry about that. Like I said, I've, I've got a lot of Sagittarius, a lot of fives going on. So I tend to lose focus very easily. (laughs) It's kind of like my guides tell me, like, stop chasing the ball <laughs> like a dog, right? <laughs> stop chasing the ball, bring it back. Um, yeah. So I do definitely treat it as a very intuitive process because I only have a short amount of time with these people. Right. Right. And so I really feel into the numbers and feel like where I feel their biggest challenges might be. And I'll hone in on those areas. And even something I may get like these very intuitive um, flashes or something like, Um, Oh, for example, one time I had a reading with a client and, you know, she was looking to bring more creativity into her life, but she was also very, very grounded, had a lot of four energy going on as well. Um, And I even suggested, I was like, I don't know why I just had this remembrance of um, quite a few years ago, I just randomly wanted to start learning how to do stained glass. (laughs) I don't know why. And so I told her, I was like, yeah, you could find something creative that's also with your hands. Like, looking into learning about stained glass. And she was like, oh my gosh, I literally, my husband and I were just talking about taking a class in that. And so, so many things that I'll, I'll bring up or it'll just randomly get said, it'll help yeah. validate what they were already thinking Yes. or, and it'll be right in the same, like right alongside. And even when I practice this way too, a lot of people that have also done other, you do like astrology readings, or they've had like readings with other psychics or intuitives, they'll say, yes, they told me that exact same thing. Yeah. So I just really go in and trust. It's like, I, like I said, I have an understanding and knowing of the numbers, but they can come out in so many different ways that I have to intuitively feel into it, into the client's energy to really understand how it's playing out in their life. No, that makes all the sense. So I do want to ask you about this, about the program for anyone who is curious, but also could you talk a bit about what is it common that some people find maybe it isn't career, but more hobby? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do get kind of a mix of, of clients that come to me, some of them that are very sure of where they're at and in their career. And they're like, I know this is what I'm meant to do. And so, but maybe they're still looking for something outside of that. They're still kind of missing that fulfillment. They don't want to change their, their day job, but they can look into more of a hobby. And definitely you can use the information that numerology can give us. You can use that to find those things out. Right. But I do have quite a number of clients that will come to me that are, they're just not fulfilled. They're not happy with their career. Same place where I was. They know there's more, but they're, they're not really even sure where to go with it. So that's where numerology can also not only, like I said, validate if you already have something in mind, it can also just start opening the door for you to try things and to give you that permission and say like, this would be really fitting for these different areas. So hundred percent, you can do that with a hobby. You can do that with a career anyway. I think that's a good thing to point out. I'm sorry if anyone's watching the video, I just coughed. I look like I'm crying, but it was just, I was coughing. (laughs) Um, But um, for people who Sometimes they just feel called to something, but still they, to your point, don't necessarily want to make some big drastic change in their career. And yet just implementing whatever that is you feel so called to in any capacity can also be so fulfilling. Mm-hmm. So I hope a lot of people do know that like just the self-discovery doesn't mean for everyone, you're going to turn your life upside down and on its head, but you may just make some changes or make room for more of what it is you feel called to. So could Mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about the program? Okay. Who's it for? And do people get to work with you virtually? Is it live or? Okay. Okay. Yes. It's a virtual program. I call it a, it's really an, an, a leveling up a numerology and spiritual guidance program. So what it consists of, it'll be working with me for two months, but it'll include um, four biweekly meetings with me. That'll be an hour and a half long. And we'll not only go into your personal numerology, but of course, kind of get that. The first one will be kind of more of a consultation around like, what's going on? What called you to even come and get this kind of guidance? So I can really know which way we really need to um, definitely, you know, hone in on where we want to dive in. Um, but all of these, I designed it in this way to be two months because change is an instant, right? We can't, we can't instantly, unfortunately, I, I, a lot of times I wish we could, that we could just get rid of some of this conditioning instantly and, oh, I acknowledged it, move on. (laughs) I wish we could. Unfortunately, that's, it's not always so easy. Right. So that's why I wanted to make it a longer program. And especially because I find that so many clients, you know, I definitely feel that I've given them a lot to, um, you know, a lot of information and to work on and things, but there's an integration process as well. Absolutely. When you get so much of this. And so I really want to also be there to help guide them through that because I've been through this, Yeah. right? I've, I've been through those feelings and all the experiences and it really, it fulfills me to also help other people walk through it and know that they're not alone. They don't have to be alone. And and like I said, even if it's not this drastic life change, even if it's something they're just looking to like, yeah, I just feel like there's a piece missing, okay. right? But that still takes a lot of integration. And, and exactly what you said earlier, what you're called to, you know, there's a reason that you're called or inspired to do something that it's either really meant for you or there's learnings for you to take you to the next step. 
And that's where you find all those little breadcrumbs around, right? And then to lead you to the next thing. And that's why I always encourage people to whatever brings you joy, follow that. Yeah. Any little inclination of joy, follow it. Right. And so that's why this is this is a perfect program, not only for people that are looking to change their career, but again, those who are just lacking that fulfillment. Or maybe, maybe they have a little bit of like a side hustle going on, right? Maybe we you kind of know that you're you're transitioning from one career to the other, but it's still just kind of on the side, not fully integrated and still scared to take that step yeah. because it's huge. It it really is huge. Oh, it, and is scary. huge. it is. Yeah. And, you know, of course, uh, so many things in life. I think this is why coaching has become so popular because we do much better, like with support, <laughs> no matter yes. what it is, no matter um, yeah. what our focus may be, we all just can really yes. benefit from support in whatever it is we're working through. It's interesting too, that you said about how some things are just for us to learn through, to grow through. And mm -hmm. I just wanted to highlight that because, you know, sometimes again, we may be disappointed at the expectation mm -hmm. and we have a lot of expectation of like, oh, if I do this thing, I'm going to feel so amazing. But that thing may be a teacher for you in a totally yes. different way than you recognize, like your job being really mm -hmm. the catalyst for you to make a change, not to really make you feel fulfilled. Right. But right. You, yeah. So it's, it's interesting that um, there are so many beautiful things that we may come across or feel drawn to, or even may seek out, but yeah. what it will do for us, we may not fully know or understand. So I want to ask you about the podcast too, but before we get to that, I can't speak to a numerologist and not ask you, do you have <laughs> any favorite numbers? Oh gosh. Um, Honestly, I see all the numbers as wonderful in their own aspects because yeah. I really believe that they're they're all different examples and um, you know, different. Sorry, I'm losing my words right now. But yeah, just different examples of the divine playing out in all of us. And the fact that yes, we all are meant to hear, meant to be here to remember that we all are still part of source energy. We all still are one. Mm -hmm. But we have these individual experiences because it's div the divine playing out through us, learning through us. And so I see all numbers beautiful in their their own aspects. Um, you know, so I don't really have a favorite number, honestly. You know, back, yeah. I guess when I, I could always just say something related to my own personal numerology, right? Because that's what I'm learning. That's what I'm, I'm meant to explore. Um, well, actually, you know what? I'll talk about, <laughs> let's talk about the zero. Oh, good. Okay. That's, right. Cause that, yeah. that represents not only like inner gifts, but that's the divine. That is like the all or nothing energy. Mm -hmm. And so adding a zero, you know, behind a lot of other numbers and specifically my life path, there's different ways of calculating it. Um, if you use the traditional way, I'm, I'm a 12-3, which in the type of numerology I practice, it's a high number, which is similar to a master number. Um, there's also this other life purpose system that'll add up all the numbers individually. And in that, I'm a 33, okay? Not 33 double three, but a 30 yeah. and then the root number three, right? And having that zero behind the number adds these, the use of inner gifts. It adds an extra inner knowing, 
or, you know, that I'm meant to utilize my intuition Mm -hmm. and all these gifts and abilities that we all have, by the way, right? But I'm meant to utilize them towards my learning to bring me into who I'm meant to become. And so, yeah, that's why I, the zero is not talked about enough. Yeah. And, and that's why even in my podcast, when I did the, um, I think it was my second episode, I did all the numbers in depth. I started with the zero. So I wanted to talk about, okay, although it's not a life path number, mm-hmm. right? Where the zero does come in is where we can have challenge numbers. And then also as part of the composite number in, in a life path number or in an expression, any of the other numbers, but it adds this extra connection to the divine. It adds this extra yeah, just divinity right there. And and so I guess if anything, if I had to pick a number, I would actually say the zero. I actually love that because a lot of people do have curiosity about that number, probably because it really isn't spoken about yeah. that much. So I'm glad you did bring that up. Um, another thing I wanted to ask you is, well, two things. One, are there compatibilities with numbers in the same way, say in astrology, you could say like one sign or like, oh, this energy goes well with another one. Yeah. If you have a certain number, is it um, looked at as a way you may be very drawn to another number? And then also when people come to you, does anyone ever come for very specific areas? Like maybe not their purpose, but I want to really heal my relationship energy. Like mm. may they come to just focus on what their essences around just um compatibility yeah yeah Yeah, so first of all the the combination of numbers there's definitely harmony and disharmony between all numbers Mm -hmm. meaning that they like if there's harmony between them meaning that they have a lot in common that they you know um and then if there's disharmony that's kind of where they can butt heads yeah and depending on where the numbers sit in someone's chart that can make someone harder to access the energy of that certain number like say somebody has um in their life path number, they have a very soft, empathic, maybe a two or someone like you that has an 11 as a life path number. And then say if somebody has maybe around it, and I say around because the type of um, numerology or practice, the human body method, I kind of see the numbers on the body. Mm-hmm. Um, but say in their expression and their soul urge, they have a number like an eight or they have a four. So those are very masculine, very goal-oriented, very focused energies. But in their heart, they have this very soft, empathic, gentle, overly giving kind of energy. That can make it harder for people to access either the number within their life path or even numbers within the other parts of their chart. So they're definitely the numbers play together in that way. And that's where a lot of the intuitive part comes in as well. And then as far as your your other question goes, if, you know, people come in with different questions, yes, definitely. I do relationship readings as well. So I can take a look at each person's chart individually and kind of see where, again, where there's harmony, where there's disharmony and yeah. how you can work together, but then also come up with something called a composite chart. It's like a, a chart of the relationship itself. And so that can tell you what you're meant to learn together, what can help bring you closer and maybe what energies you want to stay away from that'll kind of push you away. Yeah. And there's there's so much in there too that you can even look at, at you know, how you interact with each other, how you best manifest things together. You know, there's so many different aspects that you can really look at to help better your relationship. And actually one of my favorite type of relationship readings that I do is when a parent comes in and wants to see their learnings about their child. So mm-hmm. I can even do that like mother 
daughter, mother, son, or father, we know whatever it is, whatever you want to look at. And even learning like, okay, what is your, not only what are you obviously trying to teach your child, but what is your child here to teach you? Yeah. You know, and it's, it's really beautiful to look at it in that way. Yeah. I love that. And it's interesting because as you're saying it, you know, different people in my life are popping up because a lot of people, especially as it comes to relationship, even, I mean, it's great, of course, a lot of times to understand, um, how we are functioning within relationship, like, you know, the negotiation that happens Mm -hmm. between us and another person and we're going into Libra season, however, (laughs) um, but also just understanding our own patterns because sometimes people, they can't really see their Mm -hmm. own stuff or their own loop or their own, whatever it may be. And so having that conversation, especially with someone who's non-bias, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe the numbers will reveal something that previous partners have told you over and over again, and you just couldn't hear it. That may also be very healing. Just saying kind of, I I kind of (laughs) feel like I play a therapist quite often. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that you would. So you do have a new podcast, which is very exciting. Um, I love podcasts. Anyone who knows I drive it's part of my ritual every day. I drive at 5 a.m. every day before people are like on the road. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I get up at 4.30. Yeah, and I have my coffee oh my and gosh. drive. How are you awake now? <laughs> <laughs> and then I um, listen to podcasts. It's like the way that I start before I even come and meditate and do all the things. Yeah. Um, but so I love hearing about new podcast Mm -hmm. is the point. And you have this one called Between Two Realms. And you mentioned that you did an episode where you break down all of the numbers. So anyone that wants to know, definitely listen to that episode. Mm -hmm. But what else is the podcast going to include? Yeah. And so even though I'm only kind of a couple months into it, and it's been mainly focused around numerology, but it's bringing in all metaphysical aspects. Like I'm very passionate about teaching people these aspects and, and things that, you know, when I awoke into them, I'm like, why did I not know about this? Mm -hmm. And I realize there's still so many people around in my community and the area that I live that have never even heard of these things. And a lot of people are very logical minded, right? Mm -hmm. Especially me, I, from where I came from, I, I worked with scientific method, right? We had to have the proof and the validation in there and, and to really open people's eyes to see that, okay, that's, that's good to have that logic mind, but we also have that we need to be, have that abstract mind and be very open and realize that there's so much beyond what we can literally see in front of us Mm -hmm. and what's beyond just the, the very earthly, you know, 3d, um, principles and things that there's so much else out there. So I'm, I love talking about this stuff. Yeah. And, and I was, and just me as life path three, right. It's about expressing myself. Right. And, and definitely learning to not only express my feelings, but just, I mean, and just learn to also be seen. That's also part of my, my life path and learning about worthiness and things like that. So it, it just, it's so fulfilling to me to be able to bring this and, and kind of bring that teacher out of me that I felt that I was doing in my previous career um, but taking it in a whole new aspect and and teaching people things that I'm really, really passionate about. Yeah. And although I've done a lot of solo episodes so far, I'm bringing in new guests, 
in an, and actually a, a very dear friend of mine who's a Kashuk Records reader. Like very I had cool. her on a recent podcast and we actually did a reading for the collective Ooh. about the energies around us. Cause I, I like to do um, monthly episodes about the numerological energies of the month. Yeah. But I thought, what if we ask the Akashic Records what they have to say about it? So bringing in all things like that, teaching people and introducing them to things like that, the Akashic Records. I, I want to do one on human design and I want to do one on trying to link astrology and numerology. And I am so blessed to work with so many extremely talented individuals that I meet through being a numerologist. Um, and And some of them I've even kind of built up friendships with that I'm loving, I'm being able to, okay, even though I'm not an expert at everything, I'm not, I can't pretend to be, and yeah. I'm not going to pretend to be. Yeah. Right. And I can bring these people on that I've gotten close with to help send, not only help them send the message out that they're trying to send, but just teach people these things. And I can also come from, you know, even though I'm extremely open, I don't consider myself a skeptic, but I can come from that logical mind and try to break it down and say like, okay, where is the science behind it? Mm-hmm. Like, what can we talk about on this? Because that's why even with my numerology episode, I I like to talk about how it's related to sacred geometry and how the universe is built on numbers and yeah. bringing it all back around. So it's not just these esoteric concepts that we can't, we don't know what to do with. Yeah. Right. I like to make it tangible in someone's life that they can actually take action with and, yes. and really help them evolve. That's beautiful. Okay. So the podcast, just for anyone, again, it's called Between Two Realms. And of course, I'll have the links for that below. Um, And just as a side note, if you ever have topics you're curious about, but don't know people who do those modalities, reach out to me because I probably know someone. I mean, yeah, I always say like, (laughs) I have such a fun bag of friends, like all of my friends do. I mean, just anything you could think of. I probably know someone who does it. Um, and then your website is illuminatelifehealing.com. Yes, illuminated illuminate, life healing. Illuminatedlifehealing.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I will put that link down below okay. as well. I have to tell Perfect. you, it was um, beautiful to get to meet you. I always love, again, especially knowing that people get to learn through the podcast. Like that makes me. So did you find it during COVID? Is that? Yeah, it was right around that time, yeah. maybe a little bit after. Yeah, I want to say it was maybe like early 2021. So it was still within COVID. Yeah, but like yeah. kind of the in-between stuff. Yeah, you said it the last couple of years, because it's funny during that time, like I would get messages from people like, oh, I listen while I'm doing laundry or I listen while I'm, you know, cleaning the house or <laughs> just all these yeah. things. I was like, well, I'm glad that's panning out for yeah. you. So glad. Yeah, I definitely, I'm the same when I would travel a lot for work. It was yeah. all about podcasts. Yes, yeah, definitely. And I'm sure I had yours playing many, many times as well. <laughs> yeah, they're so convenient and a lot of fun. So I wish you all the best with yours. Make sure everyone oh, listening you. go to Between Two Realms. And Lauren, again, thank you so much for the work that you're doing, for everything you shared today. And I'm sure we will hear more from you soon. Oh, I want you to come back to talk about food. So, oh, sounds good. Okay. I'm excited. (laughs) So, we'll see you soon. And for everyone else, thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you so much. Okay, beautiful alchemist. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Lauren. Um, Again, her name is Lauren Drake. She is an illuminated numerologist and Reiki master. And you can learn more about Lauren and her work at 
illuminatedlifehealing.com. The link to her website is down in the show description. You can also learn more about me and my work at theenergeticalchemist.com. Don't forget while you're there, sign up for the newsletter and download the Energetic Alchemist app. There are so many things that I'm looking forward to sharing with you, and I'm very thankful that we get to learn and grow in exchange. Speaking of which, thank you for your emails. I really appreciate the emails or messages on social media when you do let me know that you're tuning in and what you've enjoyed and um, just about your personal path. I love, love hearing about it and knowing more about everyone who's out there listening. So thank you for sharing with me. I hope to see you very soon and remember to always journey in love.